Hello, everyone. Did you take your meds? I did. I remember this I time. I did just while we were talking beforehand. Nice. I didn't, so I'm gonna take them now. Damn nice. it, Ashley. <laughs> like, when I was saying, like, the intro bit, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so oh, right. Shit, what's our I intro? do that. Oh, no. It's funny how we all, like, we came up with that as a joke, and then I was like, well, the goof is real, actually. This is a good reminder. <laughs> it's very real. Um, I mean, I have a reminder on my phone, also. Same, but I then don't. I just... I, I have a reminder on my phone, and it reminds me, like, every ten minutes after uh, my scheduled time for half an hour, and I still just, like, ignore it sometimes, just out of sheer laziness. You know, I'm on three uh, pills a day, and I constantly forget my lunchtime one. Just all the time. Mostly because I... I do stuff on my lunch, so I get pretty busy after I eat, which is usually when I throw it in there, but I'm bad about it. I need to get better about uh, taking all my pills every day. Yeah, same. I mean, I've got six pills to manage every day. Yeah. Um, Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, episode six of Transmission. Um, Sorry about the late episode. It's been... All of us are very busy <laughs> these days. Uh, yeah. Julie's doing work and school. Ashley is doing uh, work and also 600 podcasts that she uh, produces <laughs> and records. I'm doing work and another five podcasts. It's, uh, I guess I guess it's only four plus this one. But it's it's been a heck of a time for us over here. It has been a very stressful couple months. So please bear with us while we all try and do this right. But I also work um, in a chocolate shop, and it was just Easter time, and that was hell. Oh, yeah, Jules was absolutely inaccessible. I had my brother over for a vacation. Uh, it, it, it's been a very eventful month. Um, but yeah. we, uh, here today, uh, we were going to talk about visibility, uh, which was a much, what's what's the right word? A much more topical uh, kind of segment when it was still Trans Day of Visibility a few weeks ago. Uh, but it did give me the idea that we should talk about this uh, because there's a lot going on with that lately. Uh, and I think, at least, I know Jules, I know Jules and I are grumpy about Actually, actually, you know what? I know Ashley's grumpy about it too. There's been some stuff going on, um, especially with shows that we like and listen to. Um, that are maybe doing things maybe not a way that I personally like or that Jules likes or that Ashley likes. Yeah, that's to, um oh, it's been a it's been a, an annoying week of discourse. Yeah. Uh I have just thrown myself into the discourse. Uh, I, I will say I've been I've been doing a bit of it. It's just a bad idea. Uh, is is to do the discourse, but yeah. you know what? We gotta. Yeah. That's just that's just how it is. Kind of fucked up when you're not one but two minorities, and you're like, I guess I got it now. I guess I'm kind of obligated. Well, I guess I will say you're never obligated to discourse. Jules, oh, you I know, know I'm, that, but I'm never obligated. I feel a little, but you know, it's hard not to sometimes. Yeah, it's hard. It's uh, really hard not to. <laughs> For me, I'm just a loud, grumpy lady, so I gotta yell sometimes. <laughs> it just turns out I've been yelling about this for the last couple weeks. I think for all of us, we've also gotten accustomed to, like, not educating, but providing more insight for the people close to us who may not really have the experience to, like, properly comment on certain things. 
Yeah, and I think especially because we do this show specifically, um, I will also note that 90% of the time, I don't feel like I'm qualified enough to talk about this stuff, but I I don't know. I'm... You we may have gotten that ten percent that yeah the ten percent of the to time to record this podcast yeah exactly just just a li- just confident enough to do this right just barely um just barely I don't do we I don't know if we can take turns on this specific I think topic. this is this is gonna be more yeah. just like roundtable let's just talk about stuff yeah let's just let's that's just what talk, I was thinking yeah yeah let's just talk about visibility. Uh, and things like that. Does anybody want to talk about anything before that? Just talk about the month and how things have been. How, is uh, I guess we could do that. Uh, Jules, you've been good. Uh, yeah, I. It's kind of weird that I've been good lately, like consistently. Uh, it, annoying, like. Uh, oh God, a speed bump. That's the the term. Annoying speed bump in terms of like oh, couple of like crappy marks from school. But hey, you know, you just gotta roll with that. Um. Yeah. Planning for eventual boyfriend visit here in like two to three months, which is great. And yes, um, mostly because like he's been finishing up university, so that means he'll have time to actually go get his passport and plan for tickets and stuff, as well as like figure out like what his spending money situation is going to be. And you know, hopefully, we'll get that done in time, so I can probably request like you know a couple weeks off from work and such. Yeah, no, that'll be fantastic. I'm really excited for you. Yeah, I've also been... Man, like, so part of my... Because uh, I'm studying teaching, for anyone who doesn't know and hasn't, hasn't heard me mention that on other podcasts I've been on. Um, and part of that is once a week we go to a high school we've been assigned to and, like, help out and observe and stuff. And, man, I don't get to see... It's weird that I'm calling them this already. I don't get to see my kids for, like, another week. And it's already been two. Oh. Oh. And I kind of miss them. It's weird to miss like teenagers that I'm just like teaching art to and photography stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, you. It sounded like you had made quite a few bonds in that class, so it it only makes sense that you would miss them. I lo- I really I really loved it when I came to the year eleven class and they're supposed to be making like sculpture busts that are you know. Akin to a self-portrait, essentially. It doesn't have to be, like, 100%. They can be representative and such. And, like, I think half, if not three-quarters of the dudes in that class are just making, like, Naruto characters out of clay. Hell yeah. And I'm like, Hell of yeah. course. It, of course. They want making Boruto characters? No, just Naruto characters, not Boruto yet. Yet. Was anybody making a Shikamaru? Oh, wait, one guy's close to. He's not gonna done yet. <laughs> I was helping him make anime hair in clay. I was like, yeah, this is... Like, I am not sad at I all. Know, I'm... We, we both know. <laughs> I was super into it. I was like, this is amazing. Shikamaru's my favorite. I'm your cool teach. <laughs> the coolest teach. Jules, cool teach love. Oh, not again. No, look, my boyfriend already calls me teach. I hate this. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, that's a cool nickname. Yeah, teach like, is a cool nickname. Teach is a cool hey, nickname. the Vike goes by teach. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I would also go by teach, and I have no interest in teaching. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not for everyone. I, 
I was worried it wouldn't be for me. And then, no, no, it's like, I freaking love this. This is great. I'm helping kids. I love this. Every second of it. I don't know how you could have ever thought that helping kids was not going to be for you, but okay. I like. I was more scared. <laughs> I was more scared of the like the teens because, man, you you think some things are just like jokes or like you know crappy pot shots against like you know hey, age Jules. differences and generation. What? Hey, hey, Jules. Do they scare the shit out of you? Not as much as they used to. I was more trying not to fucking bust a gut laughing when. On my first day, a like fifteen-year-old kid literally into the room trying to do a water bottle flip. <laughs> Did he dab? Did he dab? <sighs> Did he? He didn't at the time, but they all dab. <laughs> they all dab. It's not a joke. Like that was the thing. I was like, God, it's oh my god, it's real. Every time, every oh time they have god. a water bottle, they have to try and flip it. I'm like, God, like I. I mean, to be fair, so do I now. <laughs> but they're not doing it ironically. Uh, like, it's so sincere. Like, they just want to do the meme. No, like, listen, Jules, I'm also not doing it ironically. Okay, like, I, <laughs> but, uh, Molly, I do agree. Yeah, the teenagers, you know, they scared the shit out of me. Uh, yeah. Because they don't care as long as someone will bleed. That's, oh, here we go. I, I yeah. guess I, I might as well darken my clothes. Strike, strike a, a violent pose. Yeah. Mm. Uh, maybe but maybe they'll, they'll leave, leave me, me alone. alone. Yeah, and it's always not possible. Me. Yeah, not me. When I was a young boy, <laughs> my father. Did <laughs> 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 you actually? I was so worried that Jules didn't get I, it at I all. I got the fucking reference. I just don't know all the lyrics to MCR song Molly. Why not? Because okay, I mostly yeah, exactly because I mu- I am very much a huge fan of I'm not okay. Ashley, put the Black Parade on your moving playlist. Uh, uh, oh, also, it is. <laughs> also, it is. how are you doing? Um, right now I got a bit of a head cold, so that'll make this audio really great. Uh, if it helps, I can't tell. Yeah, okay. same. Uh, I've had like some good times and rough times in the last month. Yeah. Uh, some stuff happened at work that, like, not like like super horrible but it's just like oh man this sucks yeah yeah but you know i I, i've gotten some good news don't want to say anything just because i don't want to jinx it and i also kind of feel weird about having it so right yeah yeah for sure i think i know exactly what you're talking about yes yeah uh but yes i other than that i've just been mostly preparing for my first move which then will lead to my second move which is uh, the one across the country to Molly. Woo! Yeah, I'm stealing Ashley. Yep. That's <laughs> uh, I'm not putting up that much of a fight. No, I wouldn't <laughs> expect you to. Um, yeah, that's uh, very exciting stuff. Uh, I'm sorry you have to live with your, well, with your parents for three months. I guess that's fair to say because you're an adult and living with your parents sucks. <laughs> I want to know what uh, that's like. <laughs> <laughs> What's your... That's not fair, Jules. I'm joking. I'm more joking the fact that I've just I've never left home. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, but anything else? Uh I'm I'm doing okay. Uh it's been a really rough week. Um have we 
talked about how I started getting a period since the last time we recorded. That's See, no, happening we now. Didn't. Oh. We didn't. I want to die. Actually, uh, it's yeah. the worst. Yeah, I think you put it best when you like, especially in your case, as someone who suffers like massive genital dysphoria, you, you don't even get like the thing you want. Right, no, what I was saying, uh, it, what, whatever, this is a crude fucking show. Who yeah. I don't even have a fucking pussy to go with it, so <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, and, uh, for, and for those who don't know, yes, trans women can definitely get periods. Yeah, it turns out all you need is the estrogen. Yeah, it turns out, like, <laughs> a major hormonal change in your body causes some real wild shit internally. Who knew? Yeah, if only we'd been studying this for, at, at you know, any point in time before us. Yeah, God. Um, I texted my mom uh, because one of her biggest things she used to tell me uh, before mm-hmm. I moved was, well, at least you're not having a period. Yep, there's the gym. Uh, and I texted her, hey, guess what? <laughs> uh, she didn't appreciate that very much. <laughs> I had a lot of people tell me that because I also get them. Mm. And like I would go like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm getting a period. And they're like, oh, that's not true. Oh, that's like, fun. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, okay. cool. Good. Cool that you know that. Cool that you know more about my body than me. Huh. Yeah. Weird. That's, that's very fun. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what kind of symptoms do you get, Ashley, if you want to talk about it at all? Um, I get way more irritable. Yeah. Uh, a lot more, uh, like stomach aches, cramps. Yeah. Bathroom stuff. <laughs> sure. Yeah, get the poops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. I know we we try to be very real and very. <laughs> no, it's it's more show, it's more I've... just that I'm a child and I can't not hear that well without laughing a little. Yeah, I I I just was trying to like walk the line there a bit. Yeah, no, that's listen, understandable. I, I already said pussy on this show. I mean, listen, we're all about that pussies. That's true. Uh. Yeah, no, I am incredibly stereotypical already. I get cramps and sore and irritable, and then I also get horny and I demand chocolate, and I'm the worst. I'm, I'm a fucking monster. I just and imagine I every- you in bed just going, Priz, more chocolate. Like, okay, but you say that, but I'm not joking that that's happened. I, I will go get chocolate from, like, the, you know, the local grocery store, the, and they'll be like, yeah. oh, you're, they'll usually go like, oh, your girlfriend needs chocolate, or, like, your guy likes chocolate. I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's your girl. Man, when I eventually uh, get my period, I'm fucking set with my workplace. You fucking asshole. <laughs> I mean, listen, like, I'm terrified now of this happening. Like, this is like the fucking, like, monster in the horror movie. Like, am I going to be next? Like, when's it going to happen to me? <laughs> it's the virus. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, no. We're all going to sync up. Um, I will say that, like, it's not guaranteed or anything. <laughs> Does it require yeah. us still clapping? Listening. What's that? Does syncing up still require us, require us to clap? Yeah, there's a countdown and a clap. <laughs> yeah. That's what uh-huh. we've been doing, actually, every time. <laughs> Um, that's why this show's monthly. Uh, so... Jesus, oh my god. The other thing is that, like, when I I have it, 
I am very aware of how stereotypical I'm being, and I hate myself for it, but I also cannot stop because it hurts. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. It's just, yeah, like the other week, I was like really upset and mad at something stupid, and then I realized like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I think yeah. I just, mm. Molly, should I just talk about like the new change that I've recently discovered about myself. Oh God, you can, if you want, that's up to you, isn't it? I think at this point, like if we're going to talk about things that may or may not happen because you're on hormones, well, like, let's also keep in mind, we're approaching a, a, we're pretty deep into this already. So if we're going to talk about everything, um, I don't mind making this a longer episode since it's late, but uh, you know, we're going to talk about that. If you start talking about it, just don't laugh too much, okay? Like, that's all I feel. I'm not going to laugh. I'm super interested. God, okay. I don't know. You this, know so this. We've I, talked about it. So oh, I, actually, that, 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 did you, do you not know? I don't think so, so I apologize if I involuntarily laugh. Okay, that's un- okay. If th- in that case, then that's f- way more forgivable. So, um... <sighs> turns out... I can lactate. Yeah. Yeah, that was a wild discovery. Well, I mean, uh, like, you I were reading. S- I'm not that <laughs> surprised. What with I mean, your cis like, tits? I mean, with the oh, cis tits, yeah, no, that's very listen, true. It does. This does not help that fucking Monica, <laughs> does it? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're just proving us right. God, like, so we could all admit here, like every now and then we'll just absentmindedly like grab our own boobs, right? What do yes. you mean every now and then? Okay, no, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I'm trying to be <laughs> generous. I'm trying to allow some wiggle room, okay? But oh, yeah, oh there's wiggle. a lot of wiggle room. There's, yeah. there's a lot of wiggle room. God damn it! Uh, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. It was like it was like <laughs> it was like two weeks or something ago. Like I was literally just sitting there, like with some tea, just you know, reading stuff online, like on a forum we all uh, you go to every now and then, and like just. People were talking about, like, the uh, some trans people were talking about, like, oh, yeah, lactation, that's a possible thing. I was like, huh, that's weird. And at the moment, at the time, I was just absentmindedly, like, just <laughs> having, copying a feel of myself. And then, oh, why do I now feel something slightly wet? Hmm. Hmm. I think the thing that weirds me out more is the fact that it's only one boob at the moment. But, yeah, the leaky tit. I'm quitting this you podcast. Gotta, you gotta I'm work out. the other. I'm, I'm <laughs> out. I'm out. No, where? God damn it. Julie Leaky Titslow. <laughs> okay, no! No! Oh, okay, no, that's too far. That's too Thank far. You. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Listen. Anyway, right. yes. We can delete so, that one. Just for any, uh, you anybody out there it. on... You're the worst. Anyway. You're both the worst. But yes, for, just for those of you out there who are on estrogen and such, and maybe it's the progesterone that's doing this to me as well. I don't know. I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna ask my doctor when I next see her. Um. Yeah, it could be, but I've also heard of that with just estrogen. Yeah. Uh, without progesterone, so maybe that just encourages it. Well, I did more research. Um, so basically, by actually giving yourself like massages and such you're kind of actually stimulating both the, that growth as well as, like, essentially clearing out the tubes. Sure, yeah. 
So yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes complete sense. The it, amount has steadily increased since that time. Yeah, and, like it doesn't do it involuntarily, which is what I'm actually, frankly, like glad about because I've heard about that happening. Like I don't want that happening. Like every now and then, just like oh crap, okay, cool, I got to change my bra. Like, yeah, that'd be super awkward. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be really bad, but. but it's just like, oh, okay, okay, cool. Like, this is... It's both scary and exciting, you know? The trans experience boiled down to two words. Right. Yep. Yeah, when you told me that, I was like, oh, weird. Also cool. And then you got jealous. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think we're talking about, like, it kind of adds a weird, like... Your, your tits finally feel a bit more functional in a weird way. Sure. Oh, yeah, boy. that's wild. Yeah, uh, let's let's move on to the actual topic. Our yeah. actual topic. Can I yep. just very quickly uh, say something I forgot? Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, I uh, recently uh, got a push up bra. Very nice. Uh, nice. Uh huh. I'll just say I. It is definitely helping me pass more because I've gotten several guys coming up to me to ask me about my, uh, quiz me on what my shirt is. <laughs> oh no! It's like, oh, nice Cesaro shirt. Like, oh, thanks. Like, you know, do you know who he's like tag? He was tag team champ with in the last year. They're like, yeah, Sheamus. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh god. Like, oh yeah, he's one of the Indies. Like, do you know what he was called there? I'm like, yeah, his real name Claudio Castanoli. Don't fucking do this to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this? I don't Jesus. know you. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? Or the guy who uh, asked what my shirt was, I said, it's Undertale. He goes, oh, yeah, and I think I've heard of that. Isn't that that SNES game? And then was very insistent on it being a SNES game. What? 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 Matt? Dude, sis dudes, if you can't, like, help yourself but fucking quiz women on shit, fucking get your own info right. Jesus. Like, it's just so hilarious. Like, like, hey, what's that thing? I don't know what it is. Like, oh, okay, I now know more than you. <laughs> the white male experience. Yeah. Yeah. God. <sighs> anyway, let's let's talk about visibility. We we've bullshit enough. Let's talk about visibility. Yeah. Um and I guess I guess more specifically representation as well. Um, yeah, I think those two go pawn parcel. Um, I guess actually there's been a, quite a few things in the last few months that, uh, especially in the video game land, yes. um, specifically that have been going by, um, I guess I'll start by saying like, uh, with Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. um, was one of the ones that was, uh, pretty rough on that, uh, knowing that Nintendo <sighs> one never wants to make Link a girl, uh, which is absolutely absurd or... Mm-hmm. You know, never wants to make Zelda the playable character in those games. Which, you know, I whatever, Nintendo. You fucking do you. Do your own dumbass thing. See what I care. But... Like, at the time, I was like the, more like, oh, like, that's a shitty reason why. Like, I get yeah, them they not ended doing up saying, it. Like, oh, if... I get them, like, not doing it. Like, that's their own thing at the end of the day. And, like, hey, I think it'd be really cool if Link was non-binary. Right, yeah. yeah. Or if Zelda was a playable character in a mainline Zelda game. Mm-hmm. But, again, at the end of the day, it's their thing. They can do whatever they want. Was like, well, what would, if we Zelda was playable, what would Link do? Yeah, it's like, just, 
either take Zelda's role or, like, be another character. Um, so I guess, like, specifically in Breath of the Wild, uh, Vilya, uh, is the character that I'm thinking of here, um, is a character who is described, uh, by multiple people, uh, in the Zelda universe across the entire world, uh, as a man who has been sneaking into Gerudo Village, uh, which is a village that only allows women inside. Yeah, because, again, for those who don't know, in the Zelda universe, Gerudo are a race of, you know, like, primarily women. Like, the whole thing is, like, a man is born, like, every, like, century or two. Yeah, how did that, he use- uh, and of course, he becomes the yeah, king instantly yeah. and rules over them. Right, yeah, it's kind of messed up. But, um, and all of the, like, Gerudo women are, like, very statuesque. Like, seven to eight feet tall and such. Like, they're basically Amazons. But also yeah, super into dudes. Um, very explicitly. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, they're all so het. It's painful. Uh, it, the thing... I, I guess, let's, let's talk about... Vilia is shitty as a representation or as even a joke because uh, the way it happens is she's the one who sells you, or not even sells you, gives you the Gerudo clothes to let you sneak into uh, Gerudo Village. And then when you're talking to her, uh, y- you have a chance to study her face uh, in the dialogue tree. And then, uh, you know, if you make like the right decision there or even just a decision, uh, you can either call her a man or tell her that she's beautiful and... Uh, I, th- I don't know what happens if you call her a man. I think she, like, chews you out, and then you have to start over. Uh, but if you call her beautiful, you know, she gives you the clothes, she puts you in them. Link looks very cute. Mm. Um, and then it immediately cuts back to Vilya, who a gust of wind goes by and blows the veil away from her face, and she has a full beard. Uh, and Link, like, physically recoils in horror and puts his hands over his mouth. Uh, and then everything's ruined forever. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Um, maybe it's just me. If there wasn't Link's reaction, that would have been like weirdly like not the worst. Like that. It's way worse with Link's reaction. It's You're way worse. Right, it's still but, bad, but it's way worse with that fucking reaction. Yeah, it, it's way worse with the reaction, but it's still really bad even with that because it's so unnecessary, you know. Yeah. There's there's it, no reason for it. It's the fact that it's not just like a one-off joke. It's the fact that, like you said, it's hammered home so constantly in that open world game. The fact that everyone everyone across all the spe- different species and races calls Vilia a man. The fact that she's labeled as such sneaking into a fucking woman-only village, which is, hey, great, that's like, we don't need any more of that, do we, huh? And then it's then the fucking bid gag, and then Link reacting to her, it's like, Jesus, like, every single checkbox for shitty transmisogenistic joke was made. And the other thing is that even as you're going throughout the world after you get those clothes from her, um, they will still misgender her in the outside in the world. I found somebody across the continent who was still talking about her as a man sneaking into the village, even though I had already gotten into the village. It just kept playing that dialogue. Ugh. <sighs> Um, the other thing about that game is it constantly, constantly reinforces that Link is a boy. Uh, yeah. Just nonstop in that game, which, you know, like, 
you know, in the Nintendo canon, Link is a boy, and that's fine. And so, but like, it really like, it's, feels it's not just, like, like, pronouns, it's, like... Yeah, they constantly make sure they like, drive the point home that, you know, boy, man, It, it feels like things. that they saw people getting excited that Link was more feminine, and... Yeah, actually, let's just... Yeah, sorry, and took on, that actually, to, like, oh, no, we need to correct this. Yeah, because to give people the full timeline for those who aren't fully informed or honestly have no idea, because that's very possible. So when Breath of the Wild was first, like, teased, like, really early on teased at one of the E3s, I can't remember when, like, it was just a simple, like, action scene of Link destroying this big, you know, fantasy robot, and Link Link looked way more feminine in that art style with the cell shading and everything, and the hair pulled back in a ponytail and such, like, everything was like, oh, wow, like, maybe, maybe Link might actually be a girl, or, like, at least not specifically gendered, or, you know, who knows, and such. Or there there might even be an option for, like, different pronouns and stuff in the dialogue. Like, people were admittedly jumping to a lot of conclusions, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with hope. And then, immediately after that was addressed to the director and other people at Nintendo, Nintendo they were like, no, 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 Link's a boy, Link's a boy, Link's a boy, no, 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 you, you don't understand, Link's a boy! It's like, you couldn't even entertain the notion of, like, you know, five seconds, especially when the game is still in development at this point. And then... Yeah. It kind of, like, you know, Link, people wanting Link to be more femme or actually be a girl has always been, you know, a thing, especially recently, and it... But that, you know, died away for a bit. Not died, more like just faded a little. And then it came back because after Breath of the Wild leaked just before release, it showed, like, you know, Link wearing the Gerudo outfit and the dialogue from Vilia was like, oh, you look so cute and stuff, and Link's very bashful, and it's uh, really sweet. It's like, hey, that's it, cool. The, the specific line is, oh, you make a beautiful girl. Yeah, and it's like, oh man! Yeah, it's so cute. It's so good, and it's like, that's really nice. And everyone's like, well, this is at least like a, an actual tangible thing we can look to is, hey, maybe it will be ambiguous, at least, in the game. Hey, maybe it'll be that. And then, no, you actually play the game, and throughout the entire, you know, localization translation job, it's like, Link's a boy, Link's a boy, you know, you're such a, you know, strong boy, such a great man, such a, you know, handsome, you know, man. It's like, okay, just, Jesus, God. Like, every fucking turn. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, when you go to the Gerudo Village, they constantly, like, wink at you, like, oh, we know you're not a girl, don't worry, wink, but we won't kick you out, wink. Just, literally half the NPCs do that, and it's, it's, like, very tiring. It's tiring, like, uh, yeah, sorry, go on. Just the fact that they, and I, I know Japan, you're very different social, and, but, like, even from what I can tell, like, the, a lot of the people who are trans that are over there are going through the same things that we are going through over here. And, like, the fact that they decided yeah. to make, like, a mainline quest, like, where, like, it is all jokes yeah. and all about, like, oh, this, you know, person dressed as a woman invading women's spaces. Like, it's just really, like, yeah. it's honestly disgusting. It's a little on the nose. Is it? 
maybe it's saying something. I was expecting this from Persona 5 more than Zelda, of all fucking things. And yeah. I saw a lot of people who are trying to look on, like, and trans people uh, who are trying to look on the, you know, the brightest side of things and go, well, you know, I went through some, like, kind of, you know, really shitty representation and really, you know, when I was a kid, but it was still really nice to see when I was a kid. And I'm like, yes, but that's not what we should expect. We shouldn't expect jokes and people laughing at us and all of this disgusting shit and go like, well, like, someone can find themselves in this horrible joke that will probably just also make them feel, like, really shitty about themselves. And also on the flip side... I've heard people go, well, you know, it takes a long time, you know, to like for society to fully accept stuff. And every time I, someone brings up the argument, even my own mum and stuff, I just go like, and they bring up examples of pre like other minorities, and especially like the you know the gay movement in the '90s and '80s. And people, I'm just like, yeah, and people were fucking dying amidst all of that. So cool, like. <laughs> And also, yeah, it's, it's not like we were doing good. And also, it's the case where, like, I, I, am, I am one of those people who is getting more and more tired of, you know, others trying to create, like, a certain distinct, uh, like, generational almost rivalry in terms of, like, uh, queer generations and such, especially people from previous eras. It's why, you know, like, it, it bothers me when you know, some younger people won't listen to, like, older opinions on drag, which I think are still valid, despite the fact that I personally don't care for drag nowadays in a contemporary setting. And, but at the same time, I'm getting really tired of some people just going, oh, you know, I guess I'm just old, I, you know, want to pick my battles. I'm like, like, no, no, like, every fucking fight is worth fighting. And it bothers me especially just again mentioning before and that I'm two minorities I'm Chinese Australian as well as trans and god it's so frustrating as well on a race front that that argument is still thrown around as well like oh you know hey th- like that you know this one character being whitewashed or erased or like this uh, uh, one Asian character being shoved to the side for a white protagonist is like you know that sucks but hey we got to pick up battles like that's not the worst thing in the world no it's not but it's still really shitty and it's still a thing that like affects people on a day-to-day basis and if you don't care about it that's cool honestly that's fine if you don't mind it that's your opinion and i'm not gonna attack that but don't in the same breath say it's harmless or it's not that bad because you don't get to quantify that in an objective manner yeah like right we we have way worse problems than like breath of the wild but that doesn't mean yeah. I can't go, hey, that shit sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird how I can have opinions on multiple things at the same time. That's pretty fucked up, I think. Yeah, God, it's not like people are multifaceted fucking, you know, beings who are able to, you know, compartmentalize and, you know, approach things differently across a fucking huge spectrum. Yeah. Um, let's talk about... Uh, Mass Effect. Uh, we could talk mm-hmm. about the Mass Effect Andromeda thing, but oh, also that thing's okay. so blatantly horrible that I don't All know right. how long we really need to spend on it, except to go, Bioware, what the fuck, dude? Like, I just want to, like, have my just quick say about that, which is, 
I don't really give a shit about Andromeda's game. I'm not one of those people who hates it. I'm not one of those people who is trying to defend it. Because, you know, that game suffered a huge amount of backlash. And frankly, I think a lot of it was deserved at the start. Yeah, some people were wrongly attacked because of mistakes with animation rigging and, you know, dialogue and such. So, you know, that's kind of shitty. But at the same time, that's a AAA game coming out at launch. Expect better fucking hell, like, I'm not going to defend that, especially with, from a series that's well-established to have come out, like, at least finished at launch, like, yeah, so, but, this thing, for those who don't know, because I do feel it's necessary to explain this, just in case, yeah, (laughs) yeah, it will soon be gone, if not already, I, I don't know if it's soon be gone, I think it might already be gone, but I am not sure, well, either way, you know, at this time, you know, by the time you hear this, listeners, it is probably won't be like in the game itself anymore. But there was so essentially at launch. at launch when you were just meeting NPCs. There's one NPC who you meet, and is like, I'm not going to quote the dialogue because I frankly don't want to. But I'm going to just give you the general gist, and this is not me like editorializing. This is a, this is really just what it boiled down to. Hi there. I'm such and such. I'm trans. I used to be known as you know such and such, my dead name, but now I'm not. Isn't this great? Yeah, I mean that's what you you ask them what they're doing out here and then they just spill their entire life story that they're trans and they tell you their dead name. It's and like that's yeah, not baffling. It's not the fact that they spilled their life story because that's the problem. Because that's fucking RPGs. Like that's fine. Like I get it. You just talk to random people in fucking Pokemon and they'll do and they'll do the same. It's no one. If you meet a trans person who ha- you previously have never met before and you just ask them, "Hey, what's your deal? Like, what's up with you?" And if they do want to spill life story, whatever. But none of them, none of us, will ever just go. I used to be called this. I'm trans. Hi there. Like, no, fuck off. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, like, you're just inviting people to use that. Yeah, and... It's a, it's called a dead name for a reason. If I can, I will never like, and, use my dead name when I meet a new person. Right. Yeah. And, like, when someone, like, fucks up around that new person, I'm like, come the fuck on. Like, really? Like... Yeah, like, dude, really? Because, like, now they'll know, like, my real name, quote-unquote... People get more Your fucking, fucking wizard name. Yeah, God. People get more fucked, fucking riled up about like the tiniest of spoilers than they would will about dead names. And yeah, it, it's one thing if the character, like if that's an NPC you can regularly interact with over time, and then the dead name becomes an issue, and they bring up, hey, that's kind of a shitty thing to like have this happen to me. That's at least you know in a fucking Bioware game, I almost expected that more because that feels more general Bioware style. Hey, let's try and educate the audience a bit because Bioware has always come across with this weirdly obtained rep that I don't feel as a job whatsoever that they are super queer friendly when they just are so goddamn ignorant about shit like this. Jack was straight. <laughs> just like, How? like, it's not even it's not even just that it's more like they don't fucking get it and the queer romances they have written are like so boilerplate which isn't bad it's just the fact that they're the same stock standard tragic or awkward queer romances you always hear so yeah. it's not doing anything wildly differently 
so why celebrate it? The only time I've seen actual, like, queer and trans people, you know, really be happy with Bioware is, frankly, with their own goddamn headcanons. And the way they see the characters and interactions. Yeah. I kept thinking, because, like, I, I haven't played Mass Effect with Andromeda, uh, but I, like, saw that scene. I kept thinking, like, there's so many better ways if you want to quickly get across that that person is trans. Yep. That also influence, like, tells you more about the world. I'm, like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna fucking workshop something right here. You come across as NBC and like, hey, what, what are you doing? Uh, what, you know, why are you on this project? Oh, you know, I want to see the stars and stuff. Um, I've always been, you know, I've always loved exploring and such. You know, the trip's long, but hey, what can you do? The one thing I've got to gripe about, man, we still haven't come up with a better thing than you know, like old, old-fashioned HRT. Come on. Like <laughs> one of my like little th- little thoughts was like, uh, going like. Uh, still hard to get estrogen tablets out here, though. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like, and like that would maybe if you're wanting to do something where it's like, oh, you don't have a lot of supplies. Like that could be something that feeds into that, or make it a side quest. Make it a side quest. <laughs> I'm commanding uh, the ship, and this is my favorite estrogen dispensary on, on the <laughs> <hill>. <laughs> Or if you wanted to go like the super fucking like obvious cis writer route. Like, have it be like, well, you know, it was good to get away from, like, kind of my past life. Yeah, and, and it's like, okay, like, like what except Like, okay, that? but... You know, again, boilerplate. But also, like, like, what does that say about the universe still? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, well, I mean, like, it, it mostly just as bigots still exist, which is never not gonna be true. Yeah, but it's the case but as well. also, like, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Like, just to quickly touch on that, hey, for any, like, writers out there, writing about conflict and, like, major factional or, you know, persecution differences in your fantasy world, you can do that, that's okay, but also consider the fact that, like, why does that need to be central to the point and so much a parallel to contemporary issues that you kind of make actual minorities feel real fucking, like, uncomfortable. Like, what, like, consider that. Because the alternative is not to create a happy, fun, peace-loving land, but to create, like, a very layered, interesting world that doesn't rely so heavily on that as the fucking cornerstone. Which, frankly, too much fantasy still does, to be honest. Yeah. And, God, just... That, that's just annoying to me because, frankly, I've just I've been kind of not sick of Bioware because of their storytelling or gameplay, just because allies give them a good rep. I'm like... Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit about that. Then, like, I, I'm always going to bring this up to people. Hey, kind of fucked up that uh, Pokemon... X and Y did a better job of having a trans character in it than any other game has done recently, except for maybe, like, a tiny handful. And for those who don't know, there's a character you meet in, like, randomly, just one, like, rival trainer you meet in, like, the endgame, like, Like battle... Like the battle tower. Yeah, the battle mansion. Yeah. And basically, they are a lady, a very, like, Generally, anime pretty lady who goes, oh, you know, it's so good. Like, I'm not again. I'm not going to quote it necessarily because I can't be bothered to look that up. But really, the dialogue boils down to, 
you know, oh, I used to be uh, a black belt, and now I'm here. And if you look historically about every single Pokemon game, there are no female black belts. There are no female black belt trainers in any of the games. Doesn't she say something like modern medical science is amazing or oh, yeah, something? Yeah, she just drops that line, and it's like, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah I think when you, when you uh, beat her, that's the line that she says. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, kind of fucked up that in two fucking lines of dialogue in a Pokemon game with a random rival trainer, that's better visibility and representation than I've seen. Like, fuck you yeah. and your hundred hour open world game. <laughs> yeah. Um, now. Uh, this is when the knives come out. We- <laughs> yeah, this is, okay. And not against each other, but, like, we're just pointing the knives in the same direction. Shall we, shall we start podcast beef? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, like, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's do because it. Because with the other, like, this is, I say the knives come out, because like, with the other ones, like, we're talking about, like, video games, and, like, that. I feel like that at some point is so removed from me that I will never talk to the people who made those, or... We're talking. Yeah. We were talking about, like, multi-million dollar industries. Now we're talking about, like, essentially our media peers. Yes, yeah, okay. Um, so, as of this recording, the last episode of The Adventure Zone revealed that a character um, uh, who is Taco's sister, uh, <laughs> named Loop... Spoilers, by uh, the way, is, if we're gonna just yeah, get into this. Yeah, I guess... Um, we'll, we'll mark it in the episode description. Like, I, I, like, uh, I don't think that we should like not talk about it because of that, of course. I just say, like, hey, yeah. if you're you know, not that caught up on The Adventure Zone... We're going to talk about spoilers. Yeah, we're going to talk about spoilers in the Adventure Zone. Um, so Taco has a sister named Loop. Uh, and Loop is transgender. Now, here's... I'm, I'm going to lay out what my personal problem is here. Um, Loop is a character that was c- killed in the first arc. Uh, with, you know, like, no indication that... She had any relevance to the plot, kind of a little bit, but not a lot. Um, she she barely shows. She's not relevant until this latest arc. Um, the only thing she does is like axe through the staff that Taco took from her, uh, from her body, uh, and it spells out her name on a wall, and that's like our first introduction to her. Um, the thing about it is that the episode before the latest episode where Loop is revealed to be trans, uh, was the, the Adventure Zone Zone episode where they talk about, you know, out of character, what making the show is like, some things like that. Uh, and specifically there's a question about whether they'll do like any LGBT representation. Um, most of them they've already done. and also on the what they've already done, because Taco Taco is canonically gay, right? Yes. I think that's true. Yeah, Justin well, has said that, and there have been two canonical lesbian relationships so far in the campaign. Uh, they did kill the first one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get into that Even more, that but. they were very, like... It was... You had to read between lines. Like, I, I have definitely right. found fans who are like, no, they weren't gay. Even after Griffin said that they were. Yeah, but there's always going to be those people, and they're on a... Yeah, but... Uh, yeah. 
Now, to continue my point, uh, they asked that question about trans characters. Um, they asked about LGBT characters, specifically non-binary and trans characters. Um, lo and behold, the next episode, Loop is suddenly a trans girl, and they just... One of my biggest problems with trans representation is that there's no good way to introduce the fact that the character is trans... In, in my mind, anyway. Um, like, we just talked about a few ways that you could kind of hint at it. There's no way you can just say it and have it just be cool. Um, they end up just saying it. Which, you know, the other problem with that is you either have it be a huge part of what that character is, have it be, like, part of their core, or it means nothing. Because... Being trans influences my everyday life, yes, but it's not central to me as a person. I, You know, I'm trans, but I'm basically still the same person I was before I transitioned, you know, a, a bit less shitty, mind <laughs> you, but basically the same person. Not much has changed. It's more like, I'm trans, but not everything I do is trans. Yes, I'm I'm still just like a fucking human being. I'm um, eating in a trans way. Oh man, the way I ride the bus is so trans. Now Griffin also goes out of his way uh, at the beginning uh, to specifically say that a lot of the trauma like that nobody was really shitty to Loop as a kid because she transitioned early. And one that's Oh, that is not at all possibly a case. That cannot be true. Uh, but two, then why do this? Then yeah, why mention if, it? If yeah, if there's if there's no struggle involved with that character being trans, then who cares? It. I have a hard time kind of articulating what I'm thinking about this out loud. I guess because there's, it's yeah. very token. I, I listened to it, and I felt like they checked a box, and that's going to be that, and that's all I am. I, I have just, my box has been checked, and I don't have to worry about it anymore. That's my character. It Right? It and seems it, very much where, like, they heard people saying that they wanted a trans character on the Adventure Zone, which I don't think was any of us ever. No, uh, fucking no. Yeah, I don't, no. I don't want the four cis white boys to play a trans character. I don't. That's not what I want. Yes. And they were like, oh shit, we should do that. Uh, Because, you know, people are complaining about it, and any time someone complains about us, it's a big fucking deal. (laughs) Uh, Right. And I guess I do also want to add that Travis, on a different podcast of his, mentioned that they were going to add a trans character, uh, and was seeking input on this. Uh, via email, and I did write an email saying, hey, please don't. Uh, so I I did my part before it happened. I, mm. I don't even know if that's the case, because I think he was talking about playing one. No, oh god. Uh, yeah, uh, that was the case. He was talking about playing one himself, and... Absolutely do not. Um, yeah, I, I do kind of want to go find that clip, just so I can hear it myself, but... Yeah. Uh, but, anyway... Uh, and it feels like they were like, okay, we'll make this character that I've already written, that I've ar- like we have, you know, already had the whole entire plot for. 
will make her trans and will mention it and that'll be that box ticked. That'll be and you know trans people can't complain because oh she's a major character. She's the sister of one of the major like the three main characters. And like it sucks. It just it feels so token. It feels so and it, it's hard I think for a lot of people who aren't in minorities to understand what that means. Like, because, like, for them, like, representation is just a, a yes or no. It's just a given, for the most part. Well, yeah, it's a given for them, and when they see other people, like, complaining about shitty representation, they're like, you're in it, why are you complaining? You wanted representation, you got it. Yeah. Representation can get done really badly. Yes. It's just so awkward and so tossed off. Like, God. You guys have mostly covered the main points, but like, just. Like, what? I really want to know why. What, 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 was, what was honestly the purpose? And unfortunately. I feel like no matter what answer I would get if I were able to ask Griffin McElroy that, I just won't be satisfied. And frankly, I'm going to say not satisfied for good reason, because there's no real good answer to that with a character that directly just makes me feel super uncomfortable, because... Like, I'm going to say this. The actual depiction of Loop is not bad. The no, the, like, like I just like the, the actual depiction, not bad. There's no trans misogyny in that entire depiction for the most part. Because hey, guess what? Griffin still defaults to Taco's vo- uh, your stereotypical gay man voice to voice loop because they're twins. Can't have used a different voice whatsoever for that. Nope, Can't, had to still do that one. Great, but and Loop is a central character. But she's literally only become relevant in the past month of, like, a year and a half of a fucking huge campaign. I think campaign. that show's been on for over two years. Over two yeah. years. Over two years across now, like, they're in, what, their fifth, sixth act? This is the final arc. I believe it's the sixth or seventh? Yeah, something along, because I remember Suffering Game was around five or six. And, oh, literally... Like, you've just suddenly made it that way. So, I want to talk about something that does it right, which is, honestly, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not trying to show for another podcast. I'm not trying to tell you, hey, don't listen to the Avengers Zone, listen to this one, uh, you know, instead. I'm just saying, you want to see something actually do this right, in my opinion? Go to Friends at the Table. Listen to, like, their setup episodes where they in-depth discuss not just their own player characters, but also the world around them and the characters that inhabit them, and you will still see this crop up when they introduce new characters, and they take the time to explain that. Yes, those episodes are fucking huge for a lot of people, but there's a reason why, and I appreciate that reason, which is all that stuff is so important, and part of that is due to the fact that Friends of the Table is a much more diverse cast. Yes, majority of them are still white for the most part. But the DM is 
fucking black. So that's a already, frankly, a step up. And I'm not going to try and bring this down to a point system when it comes to minority representation, both on mic and behind the mic in terms of podcasts specifically or and any other media. But that- to be clear, I absolutely love the Adventure Zone. Yeah. Like, I love listening to the Adventure Zone, like genuinely. But yeah, go on. But And like, but that's important that you at least have at least someone who's running that game who understands what minorities have been through firsthand and who wants to try and tackle those experiences and allegories in this fantasy setting they've created. Well, not even like created solely themselves because that's the thing I actually like about Friends Table. It's so much more cooperative in the creation because Austin Walker will make something, bring it to the table, so to speak, and they will then discuss and still change things on the fly to better fit what the players want because that's what you should do. And also, in some you know, in some ways, benefit what the audience wants. And there's also it's not just guys on that show there's been at least one non-binary person on the t- on the fucking table in one season there's always ally there at least there to be uh, a woman this like, season there's ally and janine yes. uh, who are both women yes uh also andy is non-binary mm-hmm. um and i think the rest of them are boys which is like you know fine because there's a reason we're called minorities we're not the statistical majority at in, in a lot of respects. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to, like, harp on them for that or try and tell you that you should not have a single boy on your entire, like, roster for anything. But, man, does that really help? And it shows. It fucking shows. I, I was talking about the whole Adventure Zone stuff online recently, and someone brought up that, oh, it's it's the same old argument. And this person, for the record, is also trans. I'm not going to, you know, mention them by name. I'm not going to try and, like tell people to, like, gang no, up on them. No, you don't need to name names. No, so no, no, I'm just, yeah. like, bringing this up as simply an anecdote. They brought up that the the point I've heard so often, which is, so do you just want the McElroys to only play, like, cis white people? And, like, to some extent, I would actually be more comfortable with that. Because they at least understand that to some degree. But also, what they've done so far in the Adventure Zone is actually pretty good, for the most part. Because um, we're going to briefly dip into, hey, they cut off their first lesbian romance. Like, because when it comes to representation in that podcast, yes, there are no out, like, outright explicit trans characters, but there's no explicitly black or Asian characters either. There's no explicitly autistic characters. Like, there are so many other fucking niches and, you know, in you know, just say this time again, checkboxes to be ticked. And yet, what they've done with the character so far is make a lot of that ambiguous to the degree that it allows for the fandom to create their own headcanons and apply that to those characters, which then become well-regarded interpretations. And that's cool. That's fine. They specifically leave everything open for interpretation. Yeah, and in... This is very unique as well to a podcast because here's the thing. In a TV show, you have to make it explicit because they're right there on the goddamn screen in terms of, like, visibility. When it comes to a book, 
I don't mind a cis het white author writing about, say, if there's a trans Asian character in that uh, story, as long as they've done the legwork, as long as they've shown they've tried, and they don't try and tell that story themselves. They can make that per- that character who they are and have those attributes be part of them, but don't try and tell that story as if they understand it and have lived it. With a podcast, a specifically one involving role-playing and storylines and a certain authorial voice, you can't avoid the fact that this cast is all white dudes. You cannot. Yeah. You cannot no. avoid that. And leaving things ambiguous is the better route because then you aren't in control of that and therefore you frankly don't fuck up as much because of that. Mm-hmm. And... God, like... Like, if a lot of people I've seen, like, draw... Uh, I've seen people, like, draw Taco as, like, Indian. I've seen people draw Merle as Black. I've yeah. you know, seen all these different terms, but I know that if those guys, and not due to any, like, just due to them being white dudes, if they were like, yes, Magnus is black, eventually they will make a dumb joke about it just because that's who they are. Yeah, that becomes really weird, and even if it they don't necessarily make a dumb joke, and I'm sorry, that possibility is just there all the time, like... It's very real. Yeah, like even it's a comedy podcast. Yeah, and even if they don't, like, that's still weird. That's still like I'll put put it this way: How fucking like imagine all of the voices Phil fucking Lamar has voiced in animated shows that you've seen because you have seen him, and now imagine them not being like those black characters not being voiced by a black man. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the thing I try and bring up. Like, hey, guess what? Like, you say that, oh, well, you know, that it's a voice-only show. Like, you know, they don't have to be that race to actually portray that. Well, no, fuck you, because that race still exists. Like, you don't... I'm sorry, stop trying to tell me that acting is somehow a thing where you suddenly get to cast an illusion upon yourself and I can't ever recognize the person you are. Yeah. Like, that's not gonna fucking happen, I'm sorry. The same way, if I tried to play a black character in anything, I would deserve to be lambasted. Like, seriously. Like... Yeah. Especially when it is... Like, even if you're an actor and... Like, best case scenario, and, like, even then it'd still be weird. Like, you have a black writer writing for this black character that, for some reason, isn't voiced by a black person. Like, you still get that point of view from that race. With a role-playing thing, that's not the case. Like, yeah. I will, like, in, like, the role-playing I've done, I will play fantasy races, I will play... You know, like, I'm currently playing, like, a hyena girl in a tabletop game. I would never play a different, like, human race. Because that would be really uncomfortable to me and to other people at the table, I feel. Yeah, it'd be really weird. And, like, what bothers me so much is, honestly, a certain 
part of the transaqueer fandom of the Macquarie content as well as the Adventure Zone, who are kind of saying this is like a good example of representation and visibility with this character. And I'm over here literally going, this is exactly the same shit what we get mad about with Jeffrey Tambor and Eddie Redmayne and Jared Leto. It just doesn't have a visual component, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, God. And also because like, the Macroys are the cool, you know, the new perfect soft boys right now. Like, fucking, I like them a lot, but I like them because they're funny and informed for the most part, and they know when to not step their foot into the territory that's not their own. Whoops, they finally did it. Like, I was prepared for the eventuality, but oh my god, it's really frustrating that it's just, like, th- this is honestly the case where, yes, they took an input. I'm not going to try and erase that fact. Yes, I bet there were some trans people who were so understandably desperate and hungry for representation and visibility and the desire to see themselves in certain fantasy worlds as well as the real world that they asked for this to some degree or showed an interest. That's understandable. I get that. I'm not going to attack those people. It's just the case where this isn't a good example of that. I'm sorry. Like, it's just not. And I'm talking from a lifetime of experience behind another wheel. Like, fucking... I mentioned this privately amongst our own group in Entropy. Like, there was a time when I thought fucking Zero from X-Men Origins Wolverine, the first one, and Lady Deathstrike from X2 were good examples of Asian representation and visibility on screen. Those are fucking... 2-bit Asian henchmen who are admittedly cool mutants, but they still get taken down. And they're not major characters in any fucking way. And I thought that was cool, because I was that desperate and hungry at some point. Like, 2010 me probably would have seen Iron Fist now, Netflix's Iron Fist, and gone, oh, I get that. But at least we have Colleen Wing... And we do. She's a great character in the show, just as an example of, like, hey, there's Jessica Henwick really repping out for um, us East Asians on screen. But can't negate the fact that Iron Fist is still blatantly a white dude, and I'm not going to call that whitewashing. It's just really fucking weird. And, hell, 2010 me would have also probably excused Ghost in the Shell, the new movie with Scarlett Johansson, which... I'm just gonna quickly say, I'm real happy that Oofa boss. Ba- I'm real fucking happy that boss baby is eating that film's lunch money. <laughs> I fucking don't yeah. give it two shits about boss baby, but my god, that is some good poetic justice right there because it negates every single argument for why they would ever cast Scarlett Johansson, even in a production right. manner, for that goddamn movie. And just, I get it. Like, I really, really do get it. But I'm also telling you because I get it. This is not, like, the road we should be championing. This is... Yes, we, like, are always going to be a crossroads, and there are always going to be way shittier paths, but there's always going to be way better paths, and they may take a long time to get to, and they may require a lot of hard work, but I'm not asking this of, like, our, air quotes, community, because I think this also demonstrates that, you know, you can't just ask our community. That's not a thing. You have to, like, really consider the fact that we are all individuals as well to some extent, but also Mm -hmm. as groups, we're going to have way more different opinions and voices about these things. And also, just a quick tip. Hey, if you're a creator and you really want to, like, have minority representation in your fiction, don't ask your... And you have a fan base, don't just ask your fans. Like, seriously? 
Go yeah. go to even the people who you may be on speaking terms with, but who may not give two shits about what you're doing. And if they're part of that minority that you're trying to represent to some degree, talk to them as well. Because they're also their advice is going to be just as valid, if not more, to some degree. And they're going to keep you on a tight leash, which you need to be. Because to create it out there, fucking do the hard work. I'm sorry. I'm so tired of the whole damn if you do, damn if you don't argument. Oh, it's a catch-22. Either they put it in and it's going to get criticism, or they don't and it's going to get criticism. No. Guess what? You can do it, and you can do it well. Just put in the fucking hard work or accept that this isn't your time to do it. Yeah, I'm going to need to stop you because we're getting very far into this episode. Yeah, no, I need to be stopped as well because uh, we I'm literally going right in the face. And stuff. Yeah, because you are going on ranty. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Ashley, do you have anything you want to add before we wrap up this uh, I was going to say, this kind of goes off what Jules was saying. Like, I saw people on Tumblr, because I think I go on Tumblr way more than either of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah. people going like, oh, man, Lups, my new favorite character, or, you know... And it was just, it, like, I wasn't, again, wasn't, like, angry at those people, because I feel like that'd be kind of silly. Yeah. Uh, it's just, man, like... But why? It's just, like, uh, we're that easy, I guess, huh? We're that... Yeah. We're that star. We'll take anything these yeah. days. And it's really frustrating that when I've actually, like, talked more, not drilled or interrogated or, like, gotten angry at the, the actual, like, you know, trans people who are happy about this, because I'm not going to be angry at them, frankly, but when I've talked with them more about this, when it boils down to it, their best, the best, most positive reaction they can give is simply just, like, a shrug, and I'm like, if that's what makes you happy, then, like, we can do better. Don't just leave it at a um, shrug. I had a conversation with some people, um... And I think it's going to be the last thing I want to say yeah. about this because we have we spent we, sh- we should move on to our actual listeners and the questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the thing about this one is that I I talked to some people, um, some other uh, minority folks who had listened to the episode before me, and when I was talking about it, I hadn't listened to it yet, but I still had the same concerns, and the same concerns still exist because you know somebody had told me what happens in the episode, um, and I you know I talked about it. And I, I mentioned that I was uncomfortable with, you know, them playing uh, a trans woman character. And, and I was met with a lot of pushback on it. And it, it was real rough stuff. Um, I, they ended up just telling me to go listen to the episode before I criticized it, which felt really shitty yeah. as the only trans woman commenting on it. Uh, so it just it just sucks. It's. I, I don't want to feel like a checkbox being ticked off. One of them said, like, oh, they never misgender her. And I was like, okay, so they did the bare minimum. Like, you did yeah, it. That's you, cool. you did the thing where you don't be, like, a shithead. Hey, we, Good didn't, job. we didn't call an Asian character a chink. Cool. Right. Here's your trophy. Great. Excellent work. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it sucks. Let's, um... Let's move on to questions. Let's do, let's do some question-y stuff. Um, do we have some of those, Ashley? Yeah, I... I feel like I, I talked to, you know, like, this is going to be about visibility. I feel like may, I should have put in also representation with that, because I think people got the wrong idea of what this episode's about, which, sorry. Yeah, no, that's also yeah, on us I, as well. Yeah, like, I think we said the wrong word. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, we, originally also, we were going to talk about know, visibility, but then all of this stuff just kept piling up, and it ended up becoming rep- representation. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, like, and we yeah. just kept the word visibility, because that's what we said originally. On Twitter... Uh, this is from at Personal Corpse. 
when I hear cis people saying inner gender shit around me, I mostly hold my tongue in order to stay invisible. Am I fucking up? Nah. No. I don't no. think so. Absolutely not. It's, if that listen, is, um, yeah. it's difficult. It's really difficult to, like, bang your head against a wall sometimes and just go, like, no, listen, it's... You know, like, you know, like, that's not the right word. You know, you can use singular they, or, like, it's just, eventually you just kind of go to the point where it's like, you just, it's not worth it. Yeah. I, um, when I lived in California, uh, when I was out for, I was out for a little while before, um, uh, before I left. And I ended up, <laughs> I've told you guys, um, and, Again, nobody believes me, but there are a lot of um, people who are maybe a little bit intimidated by me at the local game store uh, that I used to hang out at all the time. Well, because you destroy and children. Yeah. We, because I kill children. Yeah, you kill children I, I ruin and ruin card games, yes. Um, You're basically a Yu-Gi-Oh character. The... God, you send them to the Shadow Realm. That's the rudest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> I don't know um, if that's true. <laughs> no, it's not. Listen, <laughs> that's not the listen, thing I've finish. said to you. Not even today. Anyway, <laughs> let's let me finish this story, please. I'm sorry. Um, the the thing about it is that there are places where I felt comfortable being the huge trans bitch and yelling at people, <laughs> uh, and places where I didn't. Uh, I got to yell at a lot of people at the old nerd store because they're all nerds and none of them could step. Uh, when I was at school, less so. It's just a matter of knowing the audience and what you can get away with and whether you're safe or not, I think, is is the big thing you should consider uh, before you feel good or bad about giving the old uh, gender speeches. I think this is also, like, I'm just gonna tr- like try and like get on topic with visibility about this. I am someone who cares a lot about visibility in a positive way, but at the same time, I recognize that being visible is also really dangerous still to some, like, to a large degree. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And yes, we frankly have to honestly take care of ourselves and make sure we're safe. So you're definitely not fucking up by just not calling out every little thing because I understand where that desire comes from, but also, boy... Yeah, you have the right instincts because that would just get like make whatever space you're in that much more intimidating. And you, for, I can like I'm just you know not gonna assume too much. But I'm just gonna say you don't need that because we don't need that. Right. Uh, just a recent personal example for me was uh, I there's a lot of people at my place who get a lot of shit wrong and still dead name me a bunch. And I will put on my best face, I will, you know, smile and go like, oh, you know, like, I will either not say anything or do, like, the gentlest reminder. Yeah. Uh, and, like, people, like, talk about this, but, like, people always, like, mostly, you know, straight people and straight cis people will make the jokes, like, oh, did you just assume my gender? And, like, no trans person has ever said that. No. It's always like, um, excuse me, actually, uh, sorry, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, until eventually some guy that I work with was saying some real nasty shit about trans people, and I just had to say something, because I, f- I just had to. It was yeah. a breaking point for yeah. me, 
and I just felt like I would I, I felt like I'd be less safe with not saying anything if I, rather than if I did say something yeah sure yeah well if you let that behavior continue and fester right if I let people ass- like assume that I'm okay with that level of right, shit yeah and that then they can t- can do that shit it will eventually make that work environment f- or th- just that environment in general feel unsafe and cause a lot of stress to me so I I just had to nip it in the bud yeah yep and like that's like I think that's a good uh, way to look at it is will your will you speaking up in this situation make you feel less safe or more safe? Yeah, that's a good metric to judge by. Yeah, because even small shit like correcting someone when and again it's I don't, it's not small shit but I'm like you know. Uh, in, the, in terms of, the, this, like, the big picture, yeah, like, it, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. You know, uh, saying, like, oh, you know, she, her, or, you know, just small stuff, like, or, you know, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, that can make you feel safer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, on uh, a, like, in a, in a diff, like, different way, not to do with trans stuff, uh, I work with uh, a teenage guy. He's honestly very lovely, but... You know, just because of shitty internet humor, especially with younger people, to some degree, how not? No, no, you know what? I'm look, just shitty internet humor in general. It's not age fucking gated by any uh, standard. He made a trigger right. joke, and I was like, "Hey, maybe don't do that," because that's actually a thing to do with like people suffering PTSD and such, and it's a real psychological term. And he's like, "Oh, I didn't know. Shit. Okay, sorry. My bad." It's like, cool. Yeah, I, I, some kids just need to be told what the thing and is. I did that because I knew he'd be okay with that. So, yeah, knowing, knowing your audience is, like, a good way of putting it, and like Ashley said, judge by whether it will make you feel safe or not. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Witswaru, Gwen. Uh, did you come out immediately at work or wait until some uh, time? What are benefits are coming out sooner or later? Oh, I think we've answered this before. I waited a full on year before I came out at work. Um, basically between not feeling like estrogen was getting me there yet and also moving to Washington. Uh, I was I was a full over a year on HRT before I came out uh, at work. Yeah, I personally had been out in my like private life for a while at work. Uh, not at work, sorry, in my private life. And then it, when it came to work... I waited until I'd been there for a year, and then I mentioned it, and I only came out to my manager, and then she was able to do all the heavy lifting for me at that time. So, yeah, that's my case. Well, I, I definitely waited. Um, I went the slow route, which is I like would tell the end of, like people I felt safe telling. But, you know, people I counted as friends at work. I'd go like, hey, I just want to tell you this thing. Yeah. And then that just eventually progressed to, you know, people would mention it to other people, and eventually just everyone knew. Yeah. Um, like, just for pros and cons, like, you know, telling people sooner definitely, well, it doesn't mean that this can happen, but uh, people are more likely to use your correct pronouns and name. Or at least if you're still in the closet, revert to a neutral pronouns. Yes. Yeah. 
Or if you use neutral pronouns, use neutral yeah, pronouns. Exactly. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. There we <laughs> yeah, go. Right. Yeah. There we go. Um, I'd also say, in terms of like waiting longer, the benefit is also you, like especially if you are new to the job, you get to know those people more, and you're able to figure out your audience better, and yes, just suss out certain things, and certain assumptions may be wrong still, but you're like you'll have a better success rate, I guess, or like you have a better idea to act upon. Yep. Now, what I will say is that the downside of waiting at work, uh, for me specifically, uh, is that everybody knew my dead name and mm. uh, previous gender. So there's still a lot of people who can blame it on, oh, I'm just not used to it, even though it's been... Uh, oh, God, it's been eight months I've been out there. I also want to uh, say so- to that... Man, people who say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm still just like you know trying to remember, I'm getting used to it." That's bullshit. My work, like, every, oh yeah, they're all full. Oh, every single one of my every single one of my coworkers has just been a okay, almost ninety nine percent success rate. One person, she accidentally used he with me, and then she immediately corrected herself. One person accidentally used my dead name, and then went, "Oh God, I'm so sorry that I completely forgot." And everyone around her was like, even. Oh god, we even forgot that was your your name. Christ, yeah. Sorry, we we, right. we thought she was talking about someone else. That's like, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't. Ever, I'll say this to people: don't ever accept like people adjusting uh, as an excuse to some extent. Uh, in the last two days, I have gotten two direct to my face sirs. <sighs> uh, today it was my boss too. He sat yeah. down. Uh, next to me at work and just went, hey, sir, and I just looked at him. What, and what I, is... I just stared at him. And he was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I, and then he, he joked about, like, I need to set up, like, a tip jar or something. And I was like, you need to put, like, ten bucks in there every time you fucking do this, because... Pay for my fucking HRT. <laughs> pay for my... God, well, my HRT's free right now, because I good Obamacare. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Got the hookups. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, do we have another question? Yeah, uh, just, yeah, uh, I wanted to answer this one. Uh, any tip for closet trans girl working in retail? Oh, yeah. Um, hi. Uh, oof, uh. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, senior correspondent here. Man, where to even begin? Um, if you're still closeted and you don't feel like coming out at that workplace at all and you're still new, like, that depends on, you know, your perspective. Give it time if you feel like you can handle that, because it's going to be rough. It will be rough, honestly, just taking the, like, ignorant misgenderings, because it is an ignorance. They have no... Cis people have no fucking clue. Even if you're in the closet, and you're, like, growing hair, and, like, you know, your face is changing, people won't fucking be able to tell unless you tell them. So... You know... Yeah? My old job, I was at for a year, and nobody said anything. Yeah, I was there for a year on HRT. Yeah, Jesus. Like, I have been at my current job. I was there a year prior to going on HRT, and have been there for two years now on HRT almost. And people still don't get it. Yeah. But, like... It, yeah, just... But if, you're, if you've been there for a while, and you know it's not safe to come out... Don't. Don't. It's going to suck, but it's also going to suck even more if you out yourself in a dangerous circumstance. Like, and certain laws may on paper protect you, and that can also, that can definitely give you peace of mind, but 
also consider the fact that just there are, if your workplace doesn't feel safe, then your employer, especially your employer, and then your employer will definitely find some way to like make that a problem for you, even if they're not technically allowed to. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, y- yep. yeah. If somebody wants you fired in retail, you will be fired. Yeah. That I worked in HR for years. If they want you gone, they will find a way. Yeah. So that's inter- like that's for you as being closeted and I, I, I'm just also going to say like I wish you the best in that regard. I hope that helped. I was going to say my real advice is hang on. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hang on. Like if, if you're not already uh, out, work- there's probably a reason why. Yeah. It, do what you can. Work as hard as you can. Uh, protect yourself. That's really what you need to do. Yeah. Um, th- this is kind of a multi-part question, but I think we'll you'll get the idea and we'll have a very simple answer at the very end of it. Uh, and listen, you know, people send me questions on the uh, transmission radio uh, Tumblr when we're not accepting questions, which I like because we get interesting questions, but also I don't feel comfortable being the solo answer of them. So, like, like, if, yeah. so I'm just saying if it takes a while, it takes to the podcast for us to answer your question, that is why. Yeah. Yeah, do keep in mind, this is only a monthly podcast, uh, and I think it's probably going to stay that way forever. Yeah, like, yep. I, I don't feel good enough, like, just personally, just giving advice freely to, and, like, that's mainly because I want to talk it out with other people and, you know, just talk it and have Molly and Jules' uh, voices on it. So, like, I don't think the blog will ever become, like, just general advice blog. No, that's not the aim. No, it's it's questions in here. Yeah, it's a it's a question repository. Yes, Um, but anyway, uh, do any of you have experience with breast form to get an idea if you like the feeling of having breasts or what size you would like to aim for? I brought one from Etsy out of curiosity, and now I'm interested if it's come for its first step towards realization. One Etsy's a new one. I haven't heard of that. (laughs) Wow, yeah, haven't heard of Etsy tits. Oh man, I want to get some homemade homespun yarn tits. Holy shit. Sorry, that's not that's to make light of the question, Oscar. That's just like, man, I th- we, I, yeah, we just never have heard of using Etsy. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, that's actually really cool. Uh, I used Breastform for a bit, and then also I stopped using them pretty soon after because they just caused more dysphoria after a while. Yup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bad, bad Breastforms. They made me feel like shit after a while. Uh, and so then we get re- uh, another question from this asker who identifies themselves as a man in this. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow for the man who brought a pair of best for- breast forms. I wear them at home for two weeks now, and they feel right. Like, this is the way I want to go. I'm comfortably genetically male, but I feel like I'm heading towards androgyny, at the least identifying as demi-male. I have no plans of taking hormones, but come the summer, I'll be, uh, Nature Day products, a series designed to promote growth in women, men and women. I'll keep you abreast of my progress. And then I got... <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, one, one, nice. Two, I got almost immediately, like, uh, 20 minutes after I got that question. Uh, Brett Form guy again, turns out that's a scam. Gonna have to look for homos that won't... <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Won't alter my outward appearance besides getting them good titties. That's not gonna happen, my man. That's not gonna... Sorry, that's dude. That's not how that works. I... Uh, I don't know anything that just does breasts. Unless you want to go look up what that thing is that's in that really... class action lawsuit that's giving boys breasts. <laughs> 
I yeah. heard something about that recently. So if you want to go find yeah, out what go that to, was, if you want to go to the can... pharmaceutical gray market, go for it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just gonna say, I'm ninety percent certain I know who this question asker is. Not because I can tell from the question, but because someone came through recently saying that they asked about breast forms and they came out to me as non-binary. Okay, yeah. Uh, if you want titties, your best bet is breast forms or estrogen. Yep. Sorry. And it's, it is going to affect everything, but that is also a case of, hey, don't forget, it's, you know, mind over matter sometimes. Like, in my case, I, like, I, I get where this question asker is coming from, because, man, that was me when I first realized, and we've talked about that in depth, so I'm not going to go into that much, but essentially, yeah... I kind of only wanted the tits, but also I realized uh, I'm willing to take a hit in other ca- in other ways to get the booze because I guess I'll make my face more feminine. I guess Ugh. I'll get better hair and have less body hair and like have softer skin and stuff. But <laughs> in all seriousness, like I'm gonna tell you, I'm now officially a year on HRT. It's worth it. It's hey, congrats, on Thank you. It's. I should have brought, like, a noisemaker or something. <laughs> yeah, um, it's worth it. Uh, like, I know plenty of non-binary people who kind of feel a bit shitty in terms of they feel railroaded to getting hormones, but at the same time, it, if, honestly... If you want if some good titties... Ro- yeah, but, like, even without that, like... If you're willing to, like, even consider that, give it a shot. And at our age, like, the effects are reversible to some extent, depending on how much you take and and such. So you can just give it a shot. And for the most part, they are really worth it. Like, no doubt. Yeah. Without question. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't have to be a girl. You can yeah. be the non-binary person who just wants titties. Yeah, that's, that's perfectly cool. fine. Go for it. To be clear, or the demo yeah. person who wants titties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last question. I, th- I think we can knock this out pretty quick. Uh, did any of you deal with being visible while closeted? Like a lot of my family doesn't know, but I think they have an idea and how I present at family events and carry myself recently. That's from uh, Fuck Morgan. No, I. <laughs> No. Uh, I went to a wedding in Fem. That was fun. With a lot of people who did not know who I was. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I mean, I did go to Dan's wedding. Uh, but I was only five? Four or five months into HRT at that point? Um, but I did also just go the tux route to avoid any stairs or anything like that uh at some point i was told i looked like a glam lesbian so you know whatever <laughs> okay i'm glad i wasn't the only one <laughs> what honey hon that picture of you is like it's like it, it's the butchest i've ever seen you <laughs> yeah like i was like it's not that's not a guy like that's just i with, even without no even without having known you before and i was like that's like, huh? 
God, I think I looked awful in that, but that's just me. I mean, listen, you're a dresses girl. That's that's you. Oh, I yeah, I'm nothing but dresses and skirts. That's me. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't really have like any real point where anybody was catching on to me. Or I will say, if they did, they never said anything. So like, I can't tell you that it happened. You know, like I. I know I was the subject of some family rumors. Sure. Uh, most of them were just that I was a gay dude. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I get that as well a lot. Um, and at a certain point, you're just going to have to deal with being the subject of rumors in the family. That It sucks, but... It fucking sucks. Yeah, but, yeah. I... Yeah, that was definitely the case when I have seen my fam my extended family several times now and have forced myself to be in the closet for them while I'm out yeah, to I was my parents. Say, Jules, is anybody on to you? Not that I know of but some of them did keep commenting on my hair, which has progressively gone on longer since then, and I bet they're like they probably do just talk some talk amongst themselves, which is fine. I don't give a crap about that. As long as right. they don't, like, try and, you know, say sh- shitty stuff to me or even my mum, who has to deal with it firsthand. So, yeah, it's it's weird and awkward, and until you're ready to come out to them, it's, again, a case similar to, like, being, uh, you know, in the closet, like, in your job. It's unfortunately just a road you got to walk for the time being. It's not going to be for the rest of your life, hopefully. I can't comment on your family life, but it's just something you'll have to put up with, and it really sucks that you have to tolerate it, but again, you're the best judge of your own situation. Yeah. 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 Alright, that's all the questions. Okay. Um, is there anything else we want to add? We ran a long one on this one. It's probably good since we were yeah. running late anyway. Yeah. We should also just quickly um, mention like where people can send us questions. Oh god, yeah, Jesus. Um you can find us on Twitter at TM Radiocast, um, and the Tumblr is uh, Transmission Radio Podcast. Thank you, Ashley. And the email uh, Do you notice that I don't run any of the social media on this show? <laughs> I only have the Twitter. Yeah. Um Jules, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me at Gatsby Low on Twitter. That's pretty much where I am, and on all the other audio entry, audio entry shows that I'm a part of, like, you know, the Digital Moncast, and let me tell you about Homestuck Earth C edition now. God, she's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beaming. I mean, like, I'm also happy as well. I'm just saying. Uh, Ashley, where can we find you? You can find me at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. And also an audio P on other shows, such as Their Town at Homestuck, uh, Tell Your Prize with Molly, and, uh, oh god, I'm on my other shows, Cosmic Call. Cosmic <laughs> Call. Let me tell you about Evangelion. Yeah, let me tell me Evangelion, which, you know, is it new, but it's, it's still over, good. but you can listen to it. Yeah. It's if over until the fourth me, like, film comes out, which is never. Which is never. If you want to hear me somehow get dirtier than this show... <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Cosmic totally Call. Oh, and don't forget Christ, your yeah. latest uh, project as well. With Riverdale. Oh, yes, I, again, 
always forgot about my own podcast, uh, Burgers at Pops with uh, my good friend Rose, where we talk about the Archie show Riverdale. Yeah, good shit. Mm-hmm. It got bumped this week because of uh, uh, esports. Because of esports. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer. I'm just yeah. imagining a road out, like you know, one of those uh, light up signs, but just says, you know, road closed due to esports. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R. You can find me at betgirl.tumblr.com. You can find me on all kinds of shows at audioentropy.com, including Totally Reprise, Let Me Tell You About Homestuck, and Person Molly's Movie Night. Um, you can also go to audioentropy.com and hit that donate button to keep us online. That just pays for all of our hosting. Uh, we don't get any of that money back ourselves. Um, so if you could just help keep us online, that'd be really fantastic. We really appreciate that. You can also find us on iTunes. Leave us a review, subscribe, rating, all that kind of stuff. You can also find Ashley's Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. God damn it. Uh, where you should <laughs> give her your fucking money. God damn it. Um, does anybody else have anything else they want to say uh, before we wrap this up? I'll just quickly just say, hey, when it comes to like visibility, like, Visibility as visibility. I am for it. And I definitely get those who don't care for it because it can make our situations a lot more dangerous and honestly give, weirdly give the people who hate us more tools to use against us. But at the same time, I think it's part of a necessary step forward at the moment and we don't have anything better and we should be looking for things that are better, but we can still go with this for the time being. And also just... Being visible, like just taking fuckloads of selfies and just talking about my life regularly. I know, like, I it's weird now having a quantifiable measurement that that's helped some people. And yeah, it's helped me accept myself more. And at the same time, I want to say that if you can't be visible or you don't want to be, if you want to be stealth or you have to be in the closet... That's okay. Like, if you... You don't have to be visible. Yeah, you no. don't have to be. It, it should be a choice, damn it. And it shouldn't be a necessary component to your experience Absolutely. in life. And I think that's yep. primarily what I was just getting at. Yep. Uh, Ashley, do you want to add anything? Uh, no, just agree with Jules. Yep. Um, I know it's scary out there, y'all. It's been a real rough couple months just, uh, just trying to get by. Um, do remember, take care of yourselves first. Uh, you matter more than, um... Any, listen, you matter more than anybody else in your life. Put yourself first, but do help those around you if you can. Yeah, and uh, is is what I will say. And don't be shitty to people. Yeah, and don't be shitty, God. Unless they're shitty, in which case it's not shitty if you do it. Yeah. No, if they're shitty, get them. Fucking <laughs> get them. And also, most importantly, as always, you can be you. You can be you. All right. We'll see you next month, guys. <laughs>